Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Success Innovation. In this episode, Carlos Duran tells us how joking around puts it all into perspective. Welcome back to another episode of Success Innovation. Thank you for being with us today. I appreciate your viewership. And today I'm really excited because I have a special guest. His name is Carlos Duran. I met him at City College uh, close to San Diego uh, Balboa Park and we've known each other for about three years and we've collaborated a little more because of SHIP Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers. He is the current SHIP Chapter President for the San Diego State University. So thank you, Carlos. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for having me. Sure. Um, do you mind sharing with us a little bit about your background and your upbringing? So I was born here in San Diego. I've been here all my life. I've been going to school here in San Diego area. I went to La Jolla High School. And after a few years there, I went to San Diego City College. Did uh, about four years and then transferred to San Diego State University. Okay. So you went to La Jolla High, mm -hmm. I assume, right? Vikings? Yeah, Vikings. Okay, all right. Uh -huh. So how was it? Was there obstacles that you encountered while being at La Jolla High? I mean, it's it's a it's a different type of ambient uh -huh. there. So, can you share with us your experience going into that high school? So, in uh, La Jolla High School, it's more like kind of like a rich area. Uh, there's a lot of like uh, white people kind of there. Um, I went to I went in the school bus for like about 40 minutes so going to school on a school bus kind of was like an obstacle so it took uh, you about 40 minutes mm -hmm. to get bused from where you live uh -huh. over to la jolla yeah so you were essentially bus. a commuter yeah uh -huh. through your high school years. yeah and there was okay. about like seven stops in my school bus okay so i had to go like my second mine was like the second one so okay. we had to go to like five other ones before i got oh, to school wow. what time did you have to get up uh five five in the morning yeah so you got up at five in the morning to get ready. Yeah. What time did you have to be at the bus stop? Six thirteen. Six thirteen. What ha, did you ever miss catching the bus? No, never. You never missed no. it. What kept you five o'clock in the morning sharp? Get up, get ready, and be at six thirteen at I the was, bus stop. I was kind of ready at five forty. Okay. And then I just gave myself like a little twenty minute breather. Okay. Uh, I would leave the house like around like uh, maybe the five fifty or six. And then just get there on the bus. Uh, my mom would give me a ride, even though I could walk there. Mm -hmm. um, I rather get a ride from my mom. Just and so you wouldn't have any mishaps yeah. or anything uh -huh. run late or mm -hmm. anything happen to and you. And I just okay. heard the radio. And then like five minutes before the bus came, I got off, just chilled there, and then yeah. just got on the so bus. So your mom waited with you mm -hmm. in the car, yeah. listening to the radio. Uh -huh while you know like five minutes prior to six thirteen. so was the bus always on time no it was no okay so you had to be flexible and prepared right mm -hmm. was it ever too early uh no it was not no, too early. it was it never was too early sometimes it was always on time really late, uh, or a little bit late i think the latest was like an hour late okay. right. and i got to school an hour late okay so you're how old are you if you don't um, mind me asking 23. you're 23 right now okay so it's relatively short period since you graduated high school. Mm -hmm. um, in high school, what did you? What was the favorite subject you took? Favorite subject, I think physics. My freshman year was a really, uh, I really liked it. Okay. Uh, but it was like freshman year. Yeah, physics. freshman year. Okay. And we had to somewhat know calculus. Okay. And so some of my friends knew calculus. I was like, 
I don't know calculus. Like I was just a little bit lost. So that but was I a little the, bit of a challenge. Yeah, but for you, I right? love the subject, like the acceleration velocity. Um, that made me like when I picked up uh, physics in uh, college again. Okay. I really loved the subject. Cool. And then, uh, but in high school, one of my favorite ones was also ceramics. Ceramics. Yeah. That was more like a Hands craft, hand-on craft. Okay. Mm -hmm. What else did you like about high school? But high school, um, I feel like um, just that in my middle school, yeah. it was up the street. So basically, everybody that went to middle school with me went to the high school with me. Oh, went uh, to the same high school. Uh -huh. so, so we kind of knew why friends. your path yeah. went that way. Yeah. Oh, so wow. we kind of knew everybody for seven years, not just four years, but for seven years. So you just kind of followed the path that all the other students. Mm -hmm. If you hadn't gone to La Jolla High, what would have been your high school? Uh, the closest one would have been Crawford. Crawford. Uh -huh. Okay. But you didn't really have a, a decision. It wasn't too hard for you to make uh, because was, everybody that you knew was kind of going that way. And you just said, well, might as well go that way. Mm -hmm. It was basically um, my brother went to Maryland because my mom and dad heard that La Jolla was a good area. Okay. And so I followed his path to go to Maryland. So it was basically not my choice. Uh, it was my parents' choice. But I liked, uh, I liked La Jolla. It was great. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Any memories that you that stand out like this that you want to share with us about La Jolla? Hi. Uh, La Jolla was a really great school. Uh, I really loved it until my last year. The uh, principal got caught that he was stealing money. Okay, uh -huh. so he got vessel in money yeah. laundering of sorts. Uh -huh. okay. And from there on, it went kind of downhill. Okay. It kind of turned into like a ghetto school. Almost. Really? Uh -huh. So you were still there while this was happening? No, it kind of became more ghetto when I left. Oh, so like that, when uh -huh. you were there, mm -hmm. it was still a, a fairly good school. Yeah. In okay. my senior year, we, we spent the half of the school year without a principal. And then they found a principal in like the last half. Okay. And then he, after that, like he started doing like a little bit of changes yeah. that nobody liked, not oh, even yeah. the the professors. Okay. Like that. And then, um, but we still shook his hand even though we didn't like him. Mm -hmm. uh, we were the I think I got this from a few friends that we were the best class in the San Diego region. Yeah. Um, in academic. Okay. And the principal hated our our class. Really? Yeah. And but we were one of the best like we were the best academically. Mm -hmm. And after that we it went downhill. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, even the professors, um, some of them were against his uh, being principal. Right. And they like some like for example one girl, uh, one lady, uh, she scratched the kid and she ran away. And okay. she still gets paid because they never fired her. Well, that's too bad, and obviously, as you can see, there's problems everywhere you go, but as Carlos, he endured it, and he was able to overcome them, he finally went to city, San Diego City College, right? Yeah. Why didn't you go to a four-year university straight out of high school? Uh, I did apply for uh, four years. Okay. Um, my GPA was good. I yeah. got a 3.4. Okay. But my SAT scores were really bad. We're um, not I, on par. I'm okay. not good at uh, doing exams. Okay. Or tests. Um, yeah. I'm good at like actually showing my like um, like homework. I was good at it. Uh, the SAT. I don't think they did any writing essays. It was all reading and questioning. But my writing skills were perfect. But they never tested me on that. So yeah, my SAT tested. was really, really bad. It was, I think, below the halfway point. Um, so I applied to San Diego State, UCSD, and USD, and all of them got uh, I didn't got denied. 
So you got denied on all the schools that you yeah. applied to. Uh -huh. Wow. How did that make you feel? Uh, it made me feel kind of disappointed because I uh, kind of live in the shadow of my brother. Okay. Uh, my brother, he was the first in my family to go. Uh, we were first generation. Um, so he started from school. He was the first one in my family to start school from elementary school all the way to like uh, where he is now. Like um, he went straight out, of, straight out of high school. He got accepted to San Diego State. Um, and I was trying to follow his path, yeah. and I didn't. I, when they didn't accept me, I kind of got disappointed. Yeah. Uh, I kind of felt like uh, I was disappointing my parents. But even then, I didn't feel like I was prepared. Okay. Uh, I didn't feel like I could uh, go through university. And I felt like um, now, where I'm at right now, through going to uh, community college, I felt like it was a good, like, uh, little um, kind of like prepar preparatory to go to high school to transition into university. Okay. So, obviously, from what you said, you felt that you were in your brother's shadow and going, not going to a four year university straight out of high school made it a little hard for you. Yeah. What helped you overcome that? And at what point, if you can share with us, or if you if, if you know, at what point did you say, I gotta leave, live my own path and follow my own dreams? Do, do, do you have a point that you can recall uh, or no? Not a specific point, but basically my mentality was never give up. Um, I didn't see myself working in a, like in a Starbucks, uh, McDonald's ever. Forever. Okay. Like not even at all. Okay. Never saw myself even working on one of those jobs. Okay. And the, basically my whole mentality was just keep going. I have my own path, just go to school. It would lead somewhere. Uh, no matter how long I took in community college, I still like just had it clear that I was gonna like uh, just finish school. Like okay. I never thought about ever um, ever leaving school okay. until I finally got that. Uh, so you never, even though you were discouraged and downhearted, yeah. you never felt oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't get accepted. I'm not going into a four-year university. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna take a break. See what happens. You persisted and you went to a community college right yeah. after. Okay, what happened in community college when you first started? Did you obviously have some sort of guidance? What made you choose mechanical engineering? Uh, basically, I chose mechanical before I went okay. to community college. Okay. Uh, my brother was doing electrical, and I looked up what engineering paid more. Oh, so, uh -huh. so you looked at the yeah. engineering pay grades, uh -huh. okay. And I saw that mechanicals at the time. Got paid more than electrical, okay. and so it was like a little rivalry between me and my brother that yeah. I wanted to get paid more. Okay, like that. just basically that that I wanted to get paid more than my brother. Okay, uh, I think electricals now make more. Okay, but um, I think in my second semester in community college, I took my first engineering class, which was uh, soldering modeling, and I loved it. You I loved it. Totally okay. loved it. Uh, my final project. I remember the first day I stepped in, I saw um, a a an old man sitting in the front with white hair. He turned around, looked at me, and he laughed. Really? Uh -huh. Because he was like, what, like I feel like 50 years old, 60 years old, okay. white hair, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was just 18 or 19 at the right. time. Uh -huh. He just looked at me, I was the youngest one there. Did you ever ask him why did he laugh? No. No, you never no. asked him. Because he, what, what do you think he laughed at? That I was young. That you were young. Uh -huh. But he never finished the class. He never, he gave up. He gave up and I got an A. Oh wow, okay, uh -huh. all right. And so I, he thought he was better than yeah, you? Uh -huh. Or, okay, all right. Mm -hmm. So that goes to show that if you're persistent, 
you know, you definitely can definitely accomplish whatever you want. And definitely whatever. if you love the subject and you put your effort into it. Excellent. I loved it. I, I built a tank at the end, which you was really cool. Cool. Uh, oh, can you kind of share with us what, what you built? Um, so basically the final project was like a building six parts okay. and then uh, you build them together and you do like an exploded view and uh, coming together and you build uh, engineering drawings as well. Oh, like that. And I don't know why I really like uh, when so I was you, a kid. you built like a full-on assembly mm -hmm. where you show the exploded view yeah. and then you focused on developing individual parts mm -hmm. with individual part numbers that assembled yeah. together. Uh, okay. And then exploded together, went back like that. Okay. And I love the tank that I built. Yeah, okay. You built a tank. Mm -hmm. Okay, tank. Okay, good. Got it. Okay. That. Not like super detailed, but like at least with the six parts. Like a Sherman tank from um, World War II? Yeah, something yeah, like that. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, so let's go a little further along. How did you get involved in SHIP? In SHIP? Um, in my first, my second, well, my first semester, I learned about the MESA program. Okay. Uh, which is Mathematic, Engineering, Science, and Achievement. Okay. And the advisor for the MESA program told me about uh, SHIP. Okay. He told me that, um, and basically because community college is like uh, really diverse in age, I thought it was a group of just old men that were in engineering. So the first time he tells you, hey, you know, you should get involved in SHIP, uh, go check it out. What did you do? Um, first of all, I never knew when the meetings were. Oh, so okay. I kind of like left it. You I, left it. Yeah, there. I never okay. knew anything about it. And then until my last year in community college, I learned that there were, uh, I finally knew when the meetings were. Okay. Like that, and so I went to check it out. So you started going yeah. and checking it uh, out, being more active in it, participating. Yeah. Okay. I saw that a lot of my friends from the Mesa program were in SHIP. Okay. Uh -huh. And um, and I liked it. I was like, uh, just like a really fun group of people. Okay. And my second meeting, it was already elections. Okay. Uh -huh. And nobody went for uh, VP Finance, and so I, and I, you went applied, for, for I applied for it. it. Okay. I did a little speech, and I got it. Okay. And I kind of used it as a, like, a little way to force myself to go back to SHIP. Oh, like I that see. because now I have a position, now I have a reason to, to be stay. there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that was something that kept you motivated and kept you there. Yeah. Now that you at that point when you were the VP of finance, uh -huh. did you get a little more involved? Yeah. Did you uh -huh. see your involvement change increase for the better? Mm -hmm. Okay. So basically what I did was just go to school, go home, and just do my homework there. Uh -huh. um, after ship, I kind of went to, uh, they told me about the events that they do. Yeah. Mostly the Noche de Sientes where they go to different uh, high schools. Okay. And I went to those events and I had so much fun. Um, Basically, when I was in La Jolla, yeah. I never learned the, I never heard the word engineering. Really? All my four years there. Even though you, mm -hmm. I mean, they had science classes. They don't, they, well, they don't have anything after school. They don't have no, any after, no they did not have any after school uh, programs no engineering at that class. No? No engineering class. Oh, that's really It's strange. a rich school in a rich area, yeah. but nothing of engineering. Nothing? Nothing. And really? um, when we went, when I think my first outreach event was in Garfield High School, uh -huh. we were teaching them about Arduino sets, and I'm like, I wish I had this when I was okay. when I was little. Like so that would have changed my life. Already. From my point of view, you're a lot younger, uh -huh. and I would have thought that maybe you would have had a lot more of that mm -hmm. hands-on engineering experience. Mm -hmm. But my, obviously, the solid modeling said, class that I took really? that was my first. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. Okay, and that's in community college yeah, after community. high school. Yeah. Okay. So, how did you? What was your transition period from community college over to San Diego State? Uh, it was basically easy. easy. Um, I kind of already knew from community that uh, you have to go look up your classes 
and you have, you have to go uh, find them. And basically, like, uh, it's like just a, rat, a big group of people. And so I kind of already knew how the system worked. Um, just that the classes in, in city were uh, in, uh, in San Jose were a little bit more tougher. More, more what? Tougher. Tougher. Uh -huh. Harder. And, harder. Uh, yeah. okay. and the uh, professors in community college, I felt like they, they liked you more in community college. Was that maybe because you were in a smaller setting, yeah. uh -huh. uh, closer to the professor? Mm -hmm. In San Diego State, obviously the general ed classes, mm -hmm. you have a larger amount yeah. of students, right? Mm -hmm. So how was that impactful for you or did that really didn't take anything into account. Well, basically, just that in community college, I kind of became really great friends with my professors. Okay. Especially my uh, physics professor. Okay. I uh, took three physics classes. Okay. And all three I took was her. And I became kind of like a really great friend. I even told her that I got accepted to San Diego State. Yeah. And she became really happy. Like, so wow. she was like a friend of mine. So it became yeah. more of an intimate personal yeah. relationship. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's like great. That. Also, my other, another professor in engineering, I, I took two classes with her and she already knew my name. Basically, in San Diego State, I uh, only have like one class with each professor. And after I, pa I passed their class, they kind of don't like really remember who I am, okay. even though I did talk to them a bit. Okay. But I feel like in community well, they college, have they have so many more students yeah, uh -huh. that it's, it's, I mean, everybody kind of mm -hmm. approaches them and unless you're really close with them, yeah. they really kind of just remember your face, but don't really remember mm -hmm. who you are. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that you are in San Diego State, mm -hmm. this is your second year? Yeah. Uh -huh. Your second year. And now you're president of SHIP. Okay. Mm -hmm. How is that? How has that changed you? Um, it kind of got me a little bit more confident. Uh, okay. Maybe a little bit too confident. Okay. Um, sometimes I feel like I can do kind of like um, I don't watch the words that I'm saying sometimes. Okay. And sometimes I can say some really dumb things. Okay. But um, overall, I feel like I'm able to approach uh, professional engineers uh, really uh, well. Like. Um, I'm able to tell them about my capabilities okay. really easy. I can have them a good conversation. Um, I feel like I'm more. Um, I'm able to time manage more uh, time management better okay. and able to complete a lot of projects at the same time. Interesting. Uh -huh. Okay. When did that start changing? Um, when you became president, or was that kind of a habit that was gearing towards that point? that you were picking up in community college? I feel like it was from last semester. Last semester? Yeah, because I in had... San Diego State. Yeah, San Diego State. This is before you were the president. Yeah. You were still active in SHIP events, mm -hmm. but at San Diego State, you started picking this habit up of being more accountable for your time management. Yeah, it's, okay. uh, well, time management, I kind of learned from community college. Okay. But being able to pick up multiple projects and being able to actually finish them at, a, at the time yeah. was from the last semester because at one point in my the last few weeks I was working on six projects at the same time okay and I had to time management time for each project okay. uh, one project I had to work on it every single day okay. including Saturdays and Sundays okay. and it was like a team a team project and I had to um, just had to time management each one and I was able to um, so which which class if you don't mind me asking uh, was, was that for engineering design uh, one of the engineering designing class okay it was basically thinking about an invention that had to be new we had to patent search it, it had to be innovative and it was a workout machine while you're in it was uh, a workout yeah machine. workout machine okay. so while, fitness exercise yeah, fitness that's exercise. what you were asking okay. while you're in work 
while you're at work. Yeah. So basically, okay. it cannot interrupt your workflow. Okay. It has to uh, not make that much noise to not interrupt your other uh, fellows, uh, employers. And then uh, basically, so many stuff that you had to do. And we came up with the project. We came up like with something new. Yeah. It was basically a thing that you put on your uh, like your legs and you pressed it. Yeah, squeezed interest. it. Did okay. your thighs and stuff like okay. that. And um, basically, it, we had to work on the 3D modeling yeah. and actually make it work. And then after the 3D model, we did the engineering drawings and we did the mathematical analysis as well. So that sounds like a pretty intense overall project that covered everything from conceptual design to actually working on the drawing to actually did you do a prototype uh no no okay well it's still sort it still enclosed a lot of the financial aspect as well mm -hmm. to do a project presentation of sorts mm -hmm. right from start to finish how much time did you have from start to finish yeah like from when the professor said start oh, okay. and finish the project uh -huh. this is when you have to turn it in so or basically, basically the uh, semester is 16 weeks. I think he gave it on the second week. Okay. So basically 14 work weeks to work on it. So 14 work weeks. How many individuals were on the team? Seven. Seven. Mm -hmm. Of those seven, how much work was everybody putting in? Uh, About the same? I, I feel more, like everybody did Everybody the same. contributed the mm -hmm. same. Was there times when you spent all-nighters? Yes. Yes. Uh -huh. Was there a few? A lot? There were a lot during the last few weeks. A lot. And because I had a uh, limit on my parking permit, I would okay. leave a little bit early, okay. but need to work on it at home. Interesting. And I would and the reason like I'm asking the about the time and about the all-nighters is because for those who are watching, it's not easy. And if you want to achieve something great, you got to put in the work. So Carlos here is sharing with us that, you know, going to school takes, takes patience, takes dedication, takes persistence. Mm -hmm. So that's what you're sharing with us. Yeah. At any point during those times, did you feel frustrated? Did you feel like, oh man, this is too hard? Well, basically, whatever I do is always going to be hard. Okay. Um, I just have to, there's no really, like how I look at it is there's no way around it. Okay. You got to finish it anyway. Um, so basically, yeah, it was hard. There were a lot of times that I, I kind of like just rested my head and wanted to, to take a nap, but I had to finish it. And so I just... So during, during those times when you're like, oh my God, this is too hard. Mm -hmm. It's 3 a.m., 3 in the morning. And not only that project, I haven't really eaten. Yeah. I'm tired. But um, not only that project, but I had like another five others. As so well. you had five others yeah. going on. So your mind was kind of going all yeah. over the place thinking, okay, well, I'm here, but I could be doing other things mm -hmm. at the same time. Okay. What kept you going? What motivated you? Uh, just basically, like, uh, I remember one time my friend, I always like to joke with him. I was, like, telling, oh, you know what? I want to switch to an art major. Okay. Do something easy. But he was, like, he was just, like, saying, like, like what? Like, you only have a year, like, basically. You only have a year left or you only have a year in? Well, like, he said, like, just, uh, like, a joking, like, um, I have about a year from now. Okay. From there, I had, like, a year and a half. But to, he was just, to finish yeah okay well to finish uh, school to finish school, uh -huh, right. to get my degree right but it just basically that kind of like changed me like yeah i do i just have one here so he uh, he put uh -huh. it into you know that joking around mm -hmm. kind of put it into perspective yeah. even though he was still joking uh -huh. maybe it didn't really mean much to him but just those words at that time mm -hmm. 
change your mind your mindset and your mind frame of hey i'm tired i don't want to do this anymore to hey he's right i got about a year left and then i can focus on getting a job and getting good money yeah correct uh -huh. okay so with ship what are your aspirations uh, basically, uh, while I've been in school, I've had trouble getting an internship. Okay. And sometimes I don't feel like people tell you how to get an internship. I basically found out the process, and but there's nobody in school that tells you how to that you need an internship to be able to succeed. In, when you uh, say in nobody job. tells you how to get an internship, you mean you've gone to career services and they only teach you how to do the resume or they have resume workshops, but nobody really sits down and says. These are the steps mm -hmm. that you have to take mm -hmm. to get an internship. Well, basically okay. just the school. Just the, the school. The school never tells you that, hey, go to career services and find out how to get an internship. They don't tell you that you need to get an internship. They just focus on classes. Yeah, they just focus on In the on curriculum classes. that they yeah. have for their program. Mm -hmm. So there's really no structure yeah. telling you or, you know, way of going to the career service mm -hmm. and following a path to actually an internship of yeah. sorts. Have you gotten an internship? Not yet. No, okay. Mm -hmm. And that's because nobody really guided you no. and advised you or mentored you mm -hmm. to get an internship. Yeah. Okay. But I'm pretty sure now with SHIP, going to the National Convention, I can get at least five offers. Okay. And I can choose which one I want. Okay, so, and so basically in SHIP, my aspiration is to help the members yeah. be able to tell them how like the process of how to get an internship yeah even though i never had one i now know the process okay and i want to help them so someone can be able to like tell them and be able to help get, uh, grow their skills so they can be set apart from the others so we've been talking about the steps to get an internship yeah. do you mind sharing some of those steps that you've learned that you didn't know with the audience so basically the process begins around september um a lot of the engineering companies already set their uh they always start like putting up the options right. and basically you just look up the company whatever company you you're you want to work with so when and you say start looking at the options in september yeah so when is this internship for it's during the summer so uh -huh. you're preparing about a year yeah, about in a year. advance uh -huh. so you have to start looking about mm -hmm. a year in advance before you actually get a job yeah or and, an internship yeah and nobody tells you that nobody tells when you. i went okay. to uh, my first regional regional leadership development conference of ship i went to a little mini career fair okay and basically every single company said oh well we're our internship applications are already ended um because it was in march like they begin again in september and i was looking one for the summer i was like well nobody told me that i should have been looking in september okay like that, and that's where i learned that process right okay mm -hmm. so first everybody pay attention take note if you're interested in getting an internship, start looking a year in advance. Mm -hmm. So he said sometime in September when school essentially starts yeah. for you guys, uh -huh. right? Okay, in San Diego State. Yeah. So what else did you what, have you learned that you and, didn't know? So like uh, there's a lot of career fairs in uh, universities, not in okay. community college, okay. but in universities there's a lot of career fairs. Okay. And they're basically are telling you, yes, our applications have started now. Like, so uh -huh. I've seen Career fair is being announced for San Diego State, USD, uh, UCSD. They're all over in whichever university you go to, they're advertised. Now, as a San Diego State student, mm -hmm. do you only go to San Diego State career fairs or do you recommend 
pursuing career fairs at other campuses, whether you attend those campuses or not? Uh, yes, I would suggest it. I never done it personally, mm -hmm. but I would suggest going to the career right. fairs. Um, you can even, if you're part of SHIP, you can even have the chapter presidents from those chapters tell you about events that they're having in their campus. So like you have a little network going on from mm -hmm. campus to campus where they kind of feed you information mm -hmm. about, hey, we have an event coming up, mm -hmm. and then you decide whether you go or don't go. Yeah. Now, it's something very interesting. When you're in a college campus and you're a student, you feel that you belong to only that particular campus. Well, I'm here, I'm gonna tell you something that's not necessarily true. You belong to San Diego State as a student. Does not prohibit you from going to any career fair in any other campus. Now think about this. If a career fair happens at the university level once in the fall, and then maybe in the spring, but if you go to UCSD, San Diego State, USD, to all those three career fairs, you already had three times the opportunity to get an internship in the fall versus you waiting for one of them in San Diego State in the fall and then another one in spring when everything's kind of closed out and everybody already has their pick of the litter for who they're going to grab. Well, you only had two versus having three in the fall and three in the spring you six times your chances. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you agree with it? Yeah. Okay. So that's something to think about for the audience to actually get in there and start looking at possibilities to going to other campuses. Mm -hmm. But something else that I would yeah. suggest is um, if you know the date of the career fair, yeah. start looking for internship opportunities before the career fair. Because if you apply before the career fair, you're applying before the bunch. So we've been talking about, you said you mentioned look into the career mm -hmm. fair, who's going. Mm -hmm. It's something that's probably advertised in the mm -hmm. career fair website for that particular yeah. event, right? Mm -hmm. Where would you say to look for the positions? You go directly to the company's website and there's career, like a career tab. Mm -hmm. But how do you look for those positions? Uh, basically, just Google. Google. Uh, you can just put like General Atomics internships summer uh, of the year. So putting keywords mm -hmm. as internship or recent grad, new grad, summer internship for a particular career company that you're looking to work with, mm -hmm. that'll definitely increase your opportunities, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else that you've learned uh, from those uh, those when you search it up? It leads you to the website of the company. And also, if you want to look just by the com like the website of the company, it's, I think, the careers tab. The careers tab. Yeah, and then you can see new intern or recent uh, graduate. Okay, so they uh -huh. would have that very explicit right yeah. there, intern mm -hmm. or new grad or seasoned yeah. right, professional. Uh -huh. So they probably have those three options. Mm -hmm. Okay. And right. also a few tips. Um, there are prerequisites for a few uh internships okay but even let's just say that you, the requirement is 3.0 and you have a 2.8 okay still apply you still have a chance okay um, they they say that preferably they would have a 3.0 but they can still accept people that are below and sometimes people don't even apply and so like just, just because they get discouraged because they yeah. see a 3.0 and they're like mm -hmm. oh you know i don't have the gpa mm -hmm. might as well not waste time mm -hmm. in the application process yeah Okay. And also a few people that just say that someone in the 3.7 applies and they get the opportunity. And so they deny you. 
uh, that person still has a chance to deny them to work with another company to like let's just say that they apply for General Atomics and Raytheon they choose to go to Raytheon and so they leave that spot open for General Atomics and because you applied respond to them you're still open if they change their mind and if they know that you sent them that email they'll say hey this guy was still interested let's get him back up really? and, that, and they would tell you say hey were, are you still interested in this position it's like yeah and then you they, they get you so from the time that you apply to the time that you possibly get a call mm -hmm. how long is that more or less i feel like there's a few companies that take a long time okay so uh, how long is a long time i think like month two months three months two months I feel two like months a long time so if, if if you don't hear if you applied and you don't hear anything for about a month or two months would you recommend that they give up on that or that they ping somebody or I feel like one little email yeah um, I would suggest an email at least two weeks when you apply who do, who do you email it's um, I think it's a company they have their email there so just email the company directly and mm -hmm. or or the better HR. yet better yet so this is this is my advice to you I don't know if you have a LinkedIn account yes okay so he does have a LinkedIn account so LinkedIn is pretty much uh, a professional networking social media I recommend that if you don't have a LinkedIn account you open a LinkedIn account if you don't know how to open up a LinkedIn account Google it you're in the information age. so Google that once you have a LinkedIn account start looking for individuals that you might know or do key searches for companies and particularly for people that work in those companies professionally reach out to them and seek them out with an invite more importantly look for key individuals more in the human resources and also in the particular division that you might be interested in if you're interested in engineering and design look for individuals in engineering and design but also seek out the human resources individuals and for those companies that you're targeting seek them out and link with them when they respond back send them a thank you note saying thank you for accepting my invite and that way you can definitely go ahead and become more of a presence be in front be up front you know ping them like whatever comments they put whatever postings they do send them messages you know possibly reach out to them and say hey, you know by the way my name is so and so i applied to this position and I want to know if you can help me with the status update. Mm -hmm. Do you think a lot of students think about doing that? Uh, not a lot of people do that. Not a lot of people do that. But it but does well, help. It does help. Have you seen it help? Uh, yes. So basically, Have you experienced it? Not me personally, okay. but I've heard. Uh, basically, because what the recruiters are choosing is not basically just a smart person, okay. but also someone that they could form a friendship with. Can you repeat that one more time? So they're not really looking for the smartest person, but they're looking for someone that they can form a friendship with. So they're looking for somebody that can, you know, work in a relationship. They're looking for a human being, for somebody that might fit into that corporation. Once again, they're looking for core values. They're checking your profile. They're checking what you post. They're checking who you are. They're checking who this person is and what they're doing because when they meet you at a career fair they have a couple seconds mm -hmm. not minutes seconds 
to gauge you. Mm-hmm. And they know that when you go to a career fair, you're all suited up. You're there to impress. But in social media, if you act the same way that you act in real life, they start getting you as a person. Mm-hmm. And they have more of a background to base it off of. Right. So that's something to think about. So you know, go ahead and open up a LinkedIn, LinkedIn account and work with it. Uh, the more you perfect it, the more of a chance you'll get mm-hmm. to, to achieve getting an internship. So that's been helpful for you, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there anything else that has you know, sparked something in you by being involved in SHIP? Uh, just basically that uh, ship gives me a lot of like uh, outreach, uh, just outreach into different schools. Okay. It's like a lot of different events that you have. And uh, I feel like the thing that changed me in ship was going to my first like uh, regional event that made me feel like how big ship was actually for real. Like um, being able to see all these Hispanos, uh, not just Hispanos, but like a mix of people right. that are just like you. Uh, a student in a different university, right? Just a bunch of them in the same location, learning everything that you're learning, right. and just basically just forming a, a lot of friend friendships. Basically, what they say, the ship familia. So right. Yeah. So once again, mm-hmm. he said the ship familia, and it's a model that you know, if you're in ship, you probably start developing at some point or another. Mm-hmm. But definitely, it's like seeing your brother or your cousin mm-hmm. or somebody that you really care about, even though they're at a different university. You start developing mm-hmm. this, you know relationship with them is yeah. kind of crazy but mm-hmm. it goes it could last for years i know people that i met in university and that i still know and mm-hmm. i'm still in contact with mm-hmm. because of that same reason that you just mentioned and basically you can use your linkedin to ha- add them yes and if they're working with a company a, like a really great company yes. and you're struggling you can hit them up hey remember when we met up in this time and stuff like that right. i was wondering if you can help me out find a position and yeah. they can help you out so something that he mentioned just now, very important. A lot of the job positions are filled by people who get referred by somebody that already works in that corporation. I would say about 70 to 75%. Now, think of this. All the positions obviously have to get posted, but 70 to 75% of those positions get filled by people who get referred by somebody that already works with because they can essentially vouch for that person. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah. Okay. So, thank you for sharing that with us. I'm going to ask you a couple more questions. Mm -hmm. If you hadn't chosen mechanical engineering, what would you be doing right now? Right now, I'll still probably be in school. Okay. Um, I would, like, like I said before, I always had this mentality that I would finish school. Right. Uh, I wouldn't settle for nothing less. But is there any other mm-hmm. career path that you would have taken? Yeah, like, so if it wasn't like engineering yeah. or anything STEM related, right. I would probably do maybe uh, like video and like how to be like doing YouTube videos. Like, okay. I, I, like, I kind of like the YouTube videos of blogging and stuff like that. Okay. Maybe learn, learn something cin- in, like in the cinema. Cine. Something uh-huh. cinematic. So yeah. you want to go to Hollywood and, and yeah. be a director of sorts. Yeah, because like even okay. when I'm taking general eds, I've taken one in uh, City and one in Center State. Yeah. Which is basically watching a movie and you get to analyze the movie. And you I, get to yeah to analyze the movie. Yeah, so we just watch the movie. Yeah, and just do answer a few questions at the end. Yeah. You analyze it and criticize it at the same time. Okay. I just enjoy it. I just okay, enjoy just it. enjoy. Uh-huh. You enjoy yeah. doing that. Uh-huh. Okay, 
So you had to write a report or something? Yeah, like it? just like a little like quiz or an essay. Okay. That's it. Interesting. Basically, it's just been a quiz. Okay. And like uh, I saw movies that I never seen before. So what type okay. of genre would you would you be directing? Directing, uh, yeah. maybe like the Marvel movies. Like the Marvel. Like so yeah. you like the sci-fi yeah. action-packed uh -huh. movies? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Also love Star Wars. When okay, um, like just just like I was just like I think Star Wars like really changed my life when I was a kid. Right. And I like something that. So Star Wars really changed yeah. your life when you were a kid. Yeah, kind of. Okay. And something that I want, always wanted to do is um, something that kept me in engineering. Yeah. Was like kind of like well, I want to build spaceships. You want really to cool. build spaceships? Like I know I can't do that like maybe in my age, uh -huh. like uh, like in my time. But I was like to go to like Solid, like SolidWorks and make like a Millennial Falcon or something like that. Just something fun. But there's SpaceX like right now. Yeah. And they're, you know, the more they build on it, the mm -hmm. more they're getting closer to, you know, building yeah. more of a, an mm -hmm. awesome spaceship. Yeah. So I'm saying maybe 50 or 60 maybe. years, we could be seeing some mm -hmm. awesome spacecraft, aircraft go up mm -hmm. into space. So. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I didn't know about the uh, about you that. So mm -hmm. thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. So do you have any mentors that you admire? Um, I don't really have a mentor. Mentor. Mm -hmm. uh, it's basically just a role model. Role I would model. say just my brother. Your brother. Yeah. So okay. like even though I felt like I lived in the shadow. Yeah. He basically like I said he was uh, we're first generation. Yeah. Uh, he was the first one in my family to like go here in school from like from kindergarten all the way right and uh basically he did everything by himself how much so, older is your brother uh five years five years yeah so he didn't have my parents support that much because my parents didn't know english that much okay. and so basically he did everything on his own he learned how to apply to school so he himself. laid the path yeah. by himself uh, and so he was like, persistent mm -hmm. and that kind of laid a foundation mm -hmm. for you to you know, he, he laid a bar yeah. to for you to actually reach or exceed. Mm -hmm. Okay. So basically, uh, um, university applications, financial aid, he did it all on his own, uh, not much help. And I, I looked up to him because like he was able to do that all on his own. And I, I was had him help me in that. Basically, he helped me in my school math and stuff like that. Um, until when we I branched out to ME to mechanical okay. he didn't really know that much okay. but he had helped me before and so he got you up to a, a you know yeah. far enough point mm -hmm. where you could definitely you know mm -hmm. i can do this on my own now mm -hmm. i have the tools and the information i just got to follow through with it yeah and okay. so he was the first he's the he has the mantle as the first engineer in my family okay and basically like i just looked him like look him up like wow he was like the first one he's now working with cubic Okay. Um, and basically now I can become the second one in my family. Congratulations. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So what's your brother's name? Uh, Gabriel. So a shout out to Gabriel for, you know, helping out your little brother and, you know, laying the foundation, the path for him to follow and for helping him out and, you know, just empowering him and pushing him because he did a good job. Uh -huh. You're doing pretty well. Mm -hmm. So one other question a uh, couple more mm -hmm. what is the definition of success for you success um, just not giving up and uh, completing what you set yourself to do so setting goals mm -hmm. and achieving those goals, achieving those goals regardless of how long up. it takes to mm -hmm. achieve them okay what let's say if you had a time machine mm -hmm. that you built right and you could get in there and you could go back to the 10-year-old Carlos. What would you tell him? 
try hard in high school. Try hard in high school. Yeah. Okay. I basically put all my effort in soccer. Okay. And that's basically where my grades went down. Um, and so that's why I went to community. Okay. Uh, but if I would have tried in high school, I would have practically been done now. And, and uh, I would already have my degree. Okay. okay. Do you regret not being more focused on high school? It's kind of like a 50-50 because I love where I'm at right now. You love, okay. I love my journey. I love the community college, even though it took me a long time. And I really wanted to leave community and just start university. Um, I, if I would have done well in high school and would have gone straight to university, I would never have met like half of the people I met now. Like that. So in a sense, it, it allowed you a different path in yeah. maturing. So, okay. you know, we all have a laid path, whether we know it or not. And this, this is your path and you're owning it. So that's yeah. awesome. And thank you so much. So is there any other secrets that you want to share with us? Um, basically, um, like I said, uh, this is like a little like life changer for me. Okay. Uh, so like I said, I love soccer. Okay. It was always like the little thing that I always um, went when anything in my life was going bad. Uh, basically, if I asked out a girl and she said no, I would go play soccer and I would forget everything. Like that. If I got a bad grade in school, I'll go play soccer and forget about it. And then kind of like let me be able to rethink it with a fresh mindset. And when I went to my first semester in college, in community college, I got into a, um, an, a uh, injury. I you tore, got an injury? Yeah, okay. and I tore my ACL. Okay, and, and you couldn't play anymore? Yeah, I couldn't play. Okay. I required surgery. Right. But basically that put me in a depressed state. Really? I was having a really great first semester in community. Yeah. It felt like high school. I was making even friends that were really older than me. Right. Really having a great time. And I tore my ACL and put me in a depressed state. Like, How long did your depression last? It was basically until I, I got accepted to San Diego State. Really? Yeah. So like uh, basically because I knew I was going to move on now. Okay. Um, but it got me in a super depressed state. I was thrown in bed like for, uh, because I required surgery. Right. I remember the day of my surgery, I cried. You cried. Like, I kind of like just like let go of everything I was holding up onto. Oh, wow. um, okay. Because like soccer was always the thing I could go to. Yeah. And now I had nothing to go to. And you, I couldn't even play at all. Wow. Like that. Uh, so you don't play at all well now. i can play now okay you can i mean yeah. you recuperated yeah okay uh-huh but basically well, you that missed time, that yeah. i mean from that point on you couldn't be on the team anymore yeah oh, and basically wow. that just told me like just go to school the school is the only thing yeah. if i got a bad grade in school i couldn't go play soccer and forget it yeah. i had to just pull through yeah um just basically kind of fought a little bit of depression throughout my whole time in community college okay um but i made great friends i kind of Basically, that semester where I joined SHIP was kind of like when I became a little bit more happier. Yeah. Um, but basically, that little thing kind of like uh, made me feel that I don't have anything that would set me back. Like, I felt like I hit ground zero. Mm -hmm. And now... There was there's no zero option mentality. You got yeah. nowhere to go. So you uh -huh. just got to... Yeah, just had to go up. Plow through. Like that. Okay. Just the... I mean, you just got to push through. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Interesting. And now, like... Um, some th other thing that I like to say is that like when I applied to universities, I got denied by all of them. Yeah. What I like to say is that I was denying them. Now. Really? You had the opportunity mm -hmm. to choose yeah. who you wanted to mm -hmm. go with. And that's um, something. Um, so my tío, yeah. uh, he has 
two um, two little cousins that just graduated high school. Yeah, and they and looked up to you. Yeah, they looked up to me because they weren't accepted to a university. Really? And uh, yeah. and they were kind of put pu- pushing down community. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't want to go to community. Like okay. that's for other like not smart people. Really? Like that. And okay. um, but my 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 uncle, he's like. You know what? Carlos went to community college. And he's doing He fun. did a few years there. And guess what? He got to choose which school he wanted to go to. Okay. And he's now in state. He's happy. And now it's a few years from becoming an engineer. Right. Like mm-hmm. Well, you got to change their mindset somehow. Yeah. So I'm glad that you can be a role model now for mm-hmm. the younger generation. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, thank you so much, Carlos, thank for you. being here with us. Mm-hmm. And to our audience, thank you so much for joining another wonderful episode of Success Innovation. Thank you so much. And uh, I invite you to you know, go and sign up for the live event that is coming up in Friday, October 18th. You're going to show up, right? Yes. Okay, uh-huh. so he'll be there and I'll be there. So obviously we can meet and greet and answer any questions if you have any. So go ahead and sign up for the October 18th on Friday this coming Friday event, and it will be about the app creating sessions. Thank you so much. Remember, the fee is for every episode that you find valuable information in from Success Innovation. Refer a friend so that we can continue growing this community. Thank you so much. Thank you for watching another wonderful episode of Success Innovation. I hope you enjoyed watching and learned as much as as I enjoyed making it. Please remember to subscribe. I'll see you next time.